Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Rejection. <laughs> this week, wow. we're talking about all those terrible times you thought the world was going to end because you didn't get the job or you got dumped. And of course, we're going to have Penn's instant talent show. We're going to have some really weird internet comments. But first, let's get to all those wonderful lessons we've learned by being rejected. Come on, put your hands together now. It's a podcast with a whole of this family. We have fancy audio technology so we can record it in our neighbor's basement. Yeah, you can listen to it while you're doing laundry or when you're working out or going poopy. Just make sure you wash your hands afterwards. Yeah, listen and you'll find we're going to blow your mind with the whole of this podcast. That was it's it's morning time here while we're recording and that was a lot for my brain to process. Um good try. Welcome to the Holder Mess. I'm Kim Holderness. I'm Penn. Just so you know, like every week, I'm tr- we're trying to settle on an open for the podcast. And so every week we've done a different one. And I've been taking notes from Kim about what's working and what isn't. Our last one she thought was a little too folksy. Yeah. And so I tried to... Just sass it up a at, bit. Yeah. And also we, we saw School of Rock over the weekend. And it motivated me to go in that direction. And truth be known, I am a real diehard 80s hairband girl. Yeah. You are. I am. You got obstructed seats to Bon Jovi so you could just, see his Just butt. so I could see his rear end. Yeah. I actually bought the tickets because I've seen Bon Jovi in concert several times. But this one on purpose, I got kind of to the rear of the stage because I'm like, you know what? It, it, maybe it's an obstructed view of his face, but his good side is on clear so, view. So you were impressed with? I was impressed with all angles of Bon Jovi. <laughs> so I think that... Um, that was a little so people that are listening to this doing laundry or with their kids that might be a bit jarring so we'll try again next time okay all right okay. so that's a that's a that's a that's a pass that's a pass that's a no that's so rejection oh for four at some point we'll play all these back and maybe we, we can you know have have our listeners tell us what the heck i should open the show with because okay. i'm getting this is becoming mentally taxing quick reminder the third voice you're going to hear is our good buddy max trujillo we mentioned we're recording in our neighbor's basement it's his basement hello max hey neighbors <laughs> Thanks for the coffee. <laughs> Thanks for the coffee. Okay. So to set this up, we get bad news or some form of rejection, I would say pretty frequently. 
Absolutely. No, I mean, if you run your own business and if you are your own kind of representative when it comes to trying to get out there and be successful, um, people have to directly tell you when you suck. <laughs> Um, and sometimes it's the best thing. Sometimes we've looked back and said, thank God that didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Like, my early years were filled with um, <laughs> with rejection. <laughs> well, actually, and we and this brings up, we got an email yesterday uh, from a, a mom saying, you know, her daughter suffers from ADHD, just like you did, Penn, mm-hmm. and was, was wondering how you found your tribe of people and how you got through those tough school years. And I know those tough, those school years were kind of tough for you, right? Right. And also, so really quickly, when we were kids, for those of you who are younger, it wasn't called uh, ADD or ADHD. You were a space cadet or a spaz. That was the most (laughs) frequent term. And I think even doctors use that term. They just called you a spaz. Like Mrs. Holderness, I'm sorry. Your son is just a spaz. I'm really sorry. And hey, we've got one too. Um, (laughs) Oh, we got we The history is repeating itself. Yeah. Um, You know, so the, the biggest issues that I have with rejection are all centered around um, not necessarily my abilities, but my abilities to fit in socially. Um, I have a well-known deep-seated fear of being alone. I am an extrovert. <laughs> so when people had their best friend groups, I wanted to make sure I was in that group. When uh, basketball teams were being formed, I wanted to be on that team. Not so much so I could score a basket, but so I could be part of the team. Yeah. Um, and when people started dating girls and had girlfriends, I wanted a girlfriend. How'd that work out? It's so the answer to all of them is not well, not at mm-hmm. the beginning. And like honestly, I, it all centers around the fact that right around when I was Lola's age, up until I was fifteen or sixteen, everybody that I knew was going through puberty. <laughs> And you were, and I was not like I. Like, I thought I was going to end up like Emmanuel Lewis. Like it took it. I was the latest bloomer in the history of puberty. <laughs> Plus, I was an October baby, so I was a year younger than everybody in my grade. So it was like a double whammy. Yeah, I was seventeen in college because I was young for. Right. Oh man! Weird. Well, yeah. did you develop? Because I was smart yeah. though. Like I just got started. Or- the, the age is one thing. It's like the development year. Mm-hmm. Like when when you're like in in music class and they're like, "My name's Bill." My name's Tommy. My name's Ben. That was like that was kind of what it was like until late tenth grade, eleventh grade. I came back in eleventh grade. They're like, "Oh, thank God, Ben just grew six inches and his voice dropped finally." Um, And so, like that caused problems with a lot of things. It caused problems with basketball, which I wanted to play. It caused problems with track, which I wanted to run, and it really caused problems with girls. Okay, let's start with the basketball. You brought that up. How many times did you try out? For the school basketball team, because by, for the record, he's six five. So the first question people ask upon meeting him is, "Oh, obviously you played basketball, but it was hard, right?" Yes, uh, I tried out in seventh grade. I got cut in the first cut. I tried out in eighth grade. I got cut in the first cut. I tried out in ninth grade. I got cut in the first cut. I tried out in tenth grade. I got cut in the first <laughs> cut. Between tenth and eleventh grade, I um. Like my parents didn't like really have money to send me to camp, so I just played in like playgrounds whenever I could. Came back in eleventh grade, got cut from varsity. I was like, "This is it. I'm not gonna be able to play." Got a phone call from the JV coach saying, "We never really have juniors on our JV team, but there's no law that says that we can't have juniors on our JV team. Would you be interested?" And it's that's kind of, like that's, Max is that. Go ahead. <laughs> That's like a that's like a compliment insult at the at the same time, right? It, Absolutely. Well, I mean, that, that's an ego 
that 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 could really hurt one's ego if you had one. But you don't really. The, the blessing is you don't really it have had one. It's been beaten down so severely from the prior years that I was yeah. thr- I was thrilled. Good. And I call, and I call it so funny. There was a girl that I had a crush on, and I called her, and I was like, I made JV basketball. She was like, You mean varsity, right? I was like, No, no, JV. She's like. You mean varsity, right? <laughs> no, you really took the JV <laughs> junior to heart. Yeah. So, so what kept you then? That's my question: is from just giving up and saying, "No, I'm just going to go play soccer," or I'll try track. Right. So I wasn't good enough for either of those. <laughs> okay. Um, track track was such a horrible like. Our school track was so unpopular that you didn't have to try out; you just had to go and do it. So, but what kept you? What kept you going back to basketball after being rejected so many times? I love basketball more than breathing or eating, and um, that that love has continued. But when I was a kid, it was everything to me. Like I, I watched every single ACC game I could. My parents had a law that I could only watch two hours of TV a week, which is <laughs> way less than i'm watching now um and but acc basketball didn't count against the total because my dad loved watching it and i could watch it with him yeah it was 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 an ac basketball loophole um and uh and so i watched a ton of it you know michael jordan was coming up as a as a chicago bull so there was also his games michael jordan was cut from his high school basketball team yeah okay michael jordan was sort of cut from his high school basketball team. He like he. There's a lot of sports talk right now. I want to let you know. He tried out as a tenth might. grader for varsity, and they said you can play JV. Okay, I would have so failed for that situation. Right. I'm just okay. telling you that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that wasn't the last time you had encountered some form of rejection in your life, but it taught you some valuable lessons. It did. I mean, and, and by the way, like I ended up making varsity my senior year. I grew another five inches, so like height helps and puberty helps. Um, so that you know, the story. <laughs> I'm going to make a T-shirt. Puberty yeah, helps. The story ends with me finally going through puberty and and making basketball because I because I didn't give up mm-hmm. um, and. So I'll always remember that. I will remember senior night when my parents came out and you give them the flower and all that stuff. And I, that's like a core memory for me because I got there. Um, and there were a lot of people who were who wanted to play basketball who didn't, and, and I, I, I was able to. You know, Durham, North Carolina has got some good basketball teams, and so I, I got to be part of that. I got to feel Rodney Rogers turn around and just yoke all over me. Um, okay. sorry, Growing sorry, sorry, 10 done, inches yeah. in a year, though, was that like... Two years, 10 two inches years. in two years. Did that make it awkward for your coordination playing basketball? Yeah, you can ask him about my knees. They, they are, pop a lot. They, they've been stretched to the limit, the, the yeah. tendons there, and it's called jumper's knee. Um, but uh, it's... I, I, I would not trade it for anything. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Okay. I'm um, sorry. I'm, I'm not getting into the sports here, honey. No, I, I know. My okay. eyes are glazing over. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm back. Okay. No, but I'm, th- that taught you so many awesome lessons. It did. It, so, you know that feeling when someone says that you're not good enough? Mm-hmm. I think there's, right, there's like different things you can do with that. You can either say you're right. Um, and you would sit in your room with your synthesizers and write angry music, which mm-hmm. I did in some cases as well. Um, <laughs> Those jazz hands got really angry. They, they did. They did. Or, or, or you can keep trying. Um, and so, you know, from, from that, bas- like that basketball lesson, basketball plus puberty equaled, okay, I can do this. I can do life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so other than there was a short break in um, 
uh, in college where I just didn't really Do care. Anything. Yeah, I just had an awesome time. Um, but then because of that, like when I wanted to get into a job, I decided that I wanted to be a sportscaster. Mm-hmm. And you have to send out these tapes to be a sportscaster. They used to be tapes, yes. Yeah. And I sent out, uh, I th- my mom uh, tried to keep track. She thinks that I sent out 165 tapes. Jesus. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> <That's-> Max. <laughs> <laughs> While working at the Macaroni Grill, and if you've heard if you heard episode one, we've heard him sing his yeah how he actually so, made money. Yeah, I, I wanted to be a sportscaster, and at that time, ESPN was like this big. It was this supernova phenomenon of entertainment, and everyone who came out of college wanted to be a sportscaster. So these news directors were getting bombarded with local news like tapes. They they told me they would get five hundred tapes for a job. Mm-hmm. So it was like it was running uh, through quicksand, I think. Um, but like the one hundred and sixty six tape um landed me in grand junction colorado uh for the lowest possible amount of money and that's it launched my career and any one of those 166 tapes before i think i probably could have given up uh but but i'm I'm happy that i didn't yeah well good for you honey i'm proud of you no you handle rejection so much better than i do well you didn't get rejected when you applied for news how many tapes did you send out so back up though i've been rejected plenty in my life and continue to be this one area i got pretty lucky maddening no maddening so by the way very early on like in high school i worked for i did an internship at a newspaper and the head guy in charge is like, yeah, your voice is really annoying. You should, if you want to pursue journalism, don't do TV or radio. You should definitely just stick to print because your voice is really annoying. So I, I want to know more about this because you've told me this story before. Where, where exactly were you? Were you in an office or like what? Yeah, I was in the newsroom. And, but that being said, I was made fun of my entire life for having a deep voice. Like I was six years old with this voice. So <laughs> instead of being called Kim, they called me him. Get it? I know, I know. So a group super, super self-conscious. But then that actually, again, I don't handle rejection very well. So that made me then, I'm like, well, I'll prove it to you, dude. And then I went into Who was the reporter? It wasn't a reporter. It was like one of the managing editors. At at, at like the, at a local newspaper. Right. At a newspaper. At a newspaper. So he didn't like, he didn't have any TV experience. No, but he just thought my voice was really annoying. What did you do? Like, what exactly did you do after that happened? Did you like I, walk away? I think I went into was one of the ten thousand times in my life I've gone to the bathroom stall and cried because that's that's how I'm not, I'm never going to cry in front of you, but I will go to the bathroom stall and cry. Um, no, but then I got honestly, and then the next summer I did an internship at a television news station, and th- th- honestly, it made me want to do it. That's the weird thing that happens in my brain. If you tell me I can't do something, even if I don't really want to, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like if you said. Kim, you you can't run a marathon. I don't really want to run a marathon, but then I'll go do it. <laughs> so just to prove you wrong, which is not healthy. I need to tap into that reverse psychology. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! There is no way you can give me a back rub for the rest of this podcast. No, see that's yeah, it's not no, gonna work. that's Wait, super are, creepy. I, I like this moment is like this is a seminal moment to me, and it's very important because seminal. yeah, well, I, I think when you. Um, listened to our first podcast. Yeah, you were totally annoyed by the sound of your voice. I you do have not this enjoy sex- my. Hang on, you have the sexiest, most awesome voice. Aww. Anyone will tell you that listening. Um, but you still yeah, have it's like a radio a th- voice, right? It's a great voice, but I think like you still have a little bit of a thing about it because I don't, of that one moment. I, like, was it just well, that, or did, no, no, was no. it the kids in the, the, in the kids schoolyard, and they or what was me, it? The, it? Being called him 
through elementary school and seriously the 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 ringleader of the one who called me him like in second grade she like circled all the kids around to call me him and she sent me a facebook friend request like after the whole christmas jammies thing happened i was like whatever I'm not going to say her name out loud, but like, I was like, stick to mind. No. <laughs> but it's weird because she, whoever she is, has no idea that she did something so never, cool to you. Never, ever. Like, no, and that's the thing. That like, didn't as even kids, sink in her brain. Like kids in second grade, like I probably did some terrible thing too. And I'm, I'll, and it'll keep me awake if you tell me about it. So, um, and so now you're going to keep this person awake. Well, you, you know what? Know. Okay. I, I don't know. But right. she's probably a terrible person now too. <laughs> kidding <laughs> all right so um, i will say this yeah. uh it's amazing that you two are bringing up rejection because you are essentially public figures you guys have done you know tv and film and and now you know with the with online and now podcast you set yourself up anybody oh. that's like in the public figure sets themselves up for as much feedback <laughs> feedback let's call it positive or negative yes than anyone could ever expect so having that type of you i mean you must have thick skin to to persevere in this business and perseverance in general to to want to keep putting yourself up for that situation i know it's so weird and i do think that when we get the first of all on our facebook page or youtube channel the comments are so i love them i try my best to read all of them and i love the positivity i can take some critique i love some critique people have already critiqued the podcast i love the feedback but then i also know that there are some people that are just a little crazy and that you can't make them happy no matter what so those are the voices i kind of picture i kind of read those comments out loud in a drunk voice like mrs hannigan and it makes it then it just makes me laugh so that doesn't we'll get to some of those comments <laughs> oh good good yeah. good yeah it's so funny um like i i'm gonna take you guys back to a a three-day arc um when our lives changed and that and it's the reason why we have this podcast it's the reason we have a youtube channel a facebook channel and i got to quit my job in news is because of this no the christmas jammies video that we put out um the the way that uh viral videos work you can watch kind of when they hit that exponential curve Mm. and it coincides with all kinds of other weird things going on in your lives let me give you an example so zero to 50,000 views, 50,000 views at that point to us was something we never would have possibly dreamed of. Yeah. We started getting very positive, nice comments like, oh my gosh, this is our family. These guys were meant to do this. Oh, wow. What a beautiful family. Good morning, America calls. They're like, oh my gosh, we want to have you on the show. You found this creative way. Uh, can we put your video up there? You found this great way to do a Christmas card. All right. So 50,000 to a million means that it's starting to make its way to some of the other websites <laughs> the more trolly that are a little more trolly <laughs> and then the comments grumpy old troll quickly quickly turn lewd, under the- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. like so here's the thing it's like that mom is hot i want to murder that dad Oh like my that God. was. Like, I know. I didn't was, even know. We have like a very G-rated podcast yeah. here. We won't go into the lewdness of it, yeah. but there are some. Just, mo- yeah. We tried to get rid of most of them with bad language, but you can still find them. Well, comically, um, the SNL skit is kind of that, yeah. and you know, King Thompson but, still. They, yeah. Like, does Love he still that. live in your other in your room? I know, right? right. I keep him there. One million to ten million is when people actually on the internet realize that they can benefit by writing articles about our video in a 
thought piece kind of way a, sort an of like open letter yeah like an Which open I, letter what, call it a blog post it is not an open so letter like if taking, you wanted to send me a letter you can see my email right, address yeah. but <laughs> taking the time for like a five-page essay on why we are um terrible people. terrible 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 people and why our kids are gonna be messed up someday and all this other stuff yeah. so the, like as the views go up and we realize wait this could be a career for us immediately and totally parallel to that is um are the thought pieces and <laughs> and the comments that honestly like we need those like we need like what what do you think we would be like if everyone just told us we were awesome all the time britney spears <laughs> <laughs> From your lips to God's ears, it's, I love Britney, it, by the way. I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, took, it took an adjustment, right? Like, didn't it take an adjustment for us? Those first three days, it was like, it was a roller coaster. It was like, wait, are we okay? Are and we I, safe? I, I totally, and that's, and, and I don't mind that. And I think that the internet unchecked is a pretty terrible place because if, if you went to everybody's Instagram feed and if you thought, if you thought that was 100% reality, you were mistaken so i and i don't mind the critiques honestly i don't mind the uh, it's not my favorite i i actually don't mind that stuff at all um but you're right max we are setting ourselves up for this sort of like rejection feedback i think what most of the rejection that we take that hits us now is if we have an idea for something and and we pitch it to a brand, a network, a, a talent agency, a something, and they're like, no, not not interested. That's the sort of thing we're like, oh, that stinks. Can I at least even say that having not being a, a public figure, but as the producer of this show, I'm waiting for someone on the on the reviews to say, you guys are great. I hate that guy. <laughs> I'm going to be like kind of sad. Why would you say like, that out loud? Oh, because it's coming now. <laughs> yeah, like but part of it's like, you know <laughs> Which is so bad for ego and totally shows who you are as a person out loud. So bring bring it, everyone. Bring it, bring it on the reviews. Yeah. They're well, they're coming now. Yeah. <laughs> I have a choice. Well, I mean, that being said, um, there are some things that at this point in our lives we want to try. And the fear of rejection and failure is kind of, it chokes you a little bit. What I don't understand is that you are... <sighs> I'd like to get to the bottom of this. Why do I deal with it better than you do? I don't know. And, and like, don't like it's. I'm trying to compliment you right now. Okay, like you are a much more impressive person than me. Stop. You it. like you keep no. And it. and and I think we need to let people know like the rejection piece we're talking about isn't just negative comments because that honestly doesn't even get my blood pressure up anymore. I think it's the. Um, being closed off from opportunities or we pitch something and somebody doesn't like it that sort of thing i take it personally i don't know why i and i i know i, I need not i don't need to when i shouldn't and i hate that word should um because it but i know that i this is not the way it's healthy for me to live yeah you your fear of rejections like like stems over to I don't think they're aware of it our children in some ways like if if like you seeing them succeed or not succeed gives you like stomach aches it guts me I yeah. have to say the what's worse than being uh, rejected in uh, as an adult is watching your kids and I know they need to go through it mm. uh, I know that you know Penn Charles got dumped by he's in second grade by the way <laughs> so I'm sorry and, laughing and no so he's had a little girlfriend since pre-k and we say we're like there, we don't have girlfriends. You're too. We don't have boyfriends. You and don't girlfriends. kiss them in the you mouth, know. or really anywhere. Or, you should or, never like there's zero or, mouth contact. Did you say in the mouth with? Oh, you don't kiss in the mouth. <laughs> That's how inside the is that, mouth. Is that how kids are doing it these days? 
So I get we, down. We don't. We don't promote this. We don't condone this. And we, the language you use is like, oh, this, you know, this sweet little, she's so sweet. This sweet little girl, she's a friend that's a girl. She's not your girlfriend. He's like, no. And he, he like, he saved his money in kindergarten and bought her a plastic ring. Mm-hmm. It was really, it was really precious. The beginning of this year, he gets in the car from carpool, devastated, gutted. <sighs> she broke up with him. She's in second grade. They're in second grade, by the way. I, I'm sure I know this girl. Just uh, and she's darling. Yeah. And she's, she's not a, my daughter. No, no. she's seven. Yeah. Let's, I know. Let's, let's I know. Throw that out there. No, totally. Like but he goes, and she had sent her friends over to do it. Oh. At the on the playground, he was so he got into his bed, writhing in so much pain, so heartbroken. And I just picked him up. I was like, buddy, I know how to fix it. We're gonna eat our feelings, and we went and we got cupcakes and we got oh, ice cream. I remember that. And Here we come just, the comments. I know, right? I know it's not. Yes, I. So we basically ate our feelings, and then he was fine. He's still like a little. It's been the so entire. So are school. you? I don't like. This is the point I'm making. You are still been out of shape about I know, this. Yeah, the school year is about to end right now. There are there are like in Lola's class, like and and um or like in our children's class, if there are kids who aren't like playing like who aren't including or like rejecting our children kim goes like rambo on them like no. in her in her mind though like well, a little bit we well we had we had an incident with a little girl last year and so uh, yeah in my mind i but i don't i don't project that to lola she can't listen to this I'm, she doesn't listen lola's but, not gonna listen this deep and she's gonna be on american ninja warrior in like three <laughs> seconds like she's no not but i i do i Yes, I, I do have issues. With, with Lola was ex- not excluded because I don't care if I mean you make another friend if you're excluded. There's you know she said some mean things to Lola. Can I tell another personal story? I'm going to go back. Oh, I'm going to go back. Oh, um, so I was in eighth grade, and this is like I'm, I'm just telling Pen Charles if you're listening, I hear you, buddy. There was a girl who I asked to the dance at Camp Thunderbird. <laughs> I thought she was super pretty uh-huh. and. She was very sweet, and she smiled at me one time, and I was like, okay, this is an opportunity. I mustered up the courage, which took several days. It was a three-week camp to ask her to the dance. This is the tiny penholderness. I was, yes, yes, good, yes, pre-puberty. Pre-puberty, not the six, five. Oh, by the way, everyone else in my cabin had gone through puberty. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, yes, glad you pointed that out. So it was not easy for me to ask. Um, And so I was like, hey, um, do you want to go to the, hey, do you want to go to the dance with me? It sounded more like that. And she was like, yeah, sure, awesome. And I was like, okay. And I, I walked away from that conversation as if I had just, Walking on air. As, as if I had just become Superman. Yeah. I was bulletproof. I was like super. I mean, it was like, and that was like, yes, that is how you do it. I am finally on my way up. And so the next day, she sends her friend over. Oh, no. <laughs> to tell me that Bleep. yeah doesn't want to go to the dance with you anymore. And that was uh. it. And I, and, I, and I said, okay. And then she walked away. And that was it. And first of all, no fault to her. Because I did put her on the spot. And saying, like, as an eighth grader, saying no to Emmanuel Lewis when he's trying to, like, ask you, like, they, they probably thought I had cancer or something. Um, oh, to the, like, to the, or, like, some dark. kind of growth defect. Uh, is That is not um, uh, an easy thing to do. But to also say not no. an easy thing to do to have the guts to walk up to somebody. Yeah. I give you pro- high five. Thank you. High I, five. Yeah. But then, like, sending a friend over just to assassinate yeah. you was that. I was, know. 
Okay, just so you know, we just bleeped out all the parts where we were talking about the actual people, and we don't we want to protect their names. Okay, but it was really funny. But it was yes, really, it was. And I have to say, I never really had boy. I had a high school, like one high school boyfriend, and I, I got I got dumped a couple times, but I just didn't date a lot, so I didn't really experience that. What was like? But getting dumped was that? Did they do it to your face, or did they? No, I had a history of dating guys that would just cheat on me all the time. I was really good at that. So then I would, so it would be my girlfriends telling me, and then yeah. So Steve, it, one one of the Steves, yeah. <laughs> so listen, this is where interpen like this worked out really well I for know. me. She was like she, like whoever she used to date. I have met a couple of them. They seem like lovely people, but like all I really had to do. Was not screw was up. Not screw up. Yeah. And I went way above the rim. Like super Stop above the rim. It. Basketball reference. I know. Yeah. So that oh, totally. I know, God, basketball. Um, so that being said, rejection, it's a topic in our conversation. Uh, it is a topic in our conversation. No. Rejection is it's been a topic in our house. How do you guys deal with rejection? We have an email address where you can send. When did that happen? I know. Max set it up. Thanks, it's Max. Holder mess. M-E-S-S podcast at gmail.com. Send us like, your stories and notes or leave a Facebook comment. Send us an Instagram awesome. message. What happens if they misspell it to Holderness podcast? I don't know. Maybe Ooh, we should have thought web. of that. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> that's going to happen a lot. Holder mess podcast. <laughs> great. Yeah. Oh, great two emails. Send your comments to America, but spelled <laughs> A-M-E-V-I-C-A dot com. No, that's just, kind of what we're asking no, you to do right now. No. America. Okay. No, I think it's time for the inst- <laughs> I think it's time for the instant talent show portion of the podcast. I get nervous now for these. Is it's your like pit, a- are your pits sweating? Yes, they are. Okay. Thank God it's not. Okay, we got a, we got a few suggestions in. Did um, we? Yeah, oh, but, I didn't know that. But maybe we'll start with one because you mentioned. Should I go to the piano? You should go to the piano. Okay. Okay, okay Pen. Yep. You, you mentioned feeling like Superman, feeling bulletproof, walking away from bleeped out her name. Uh, at, so it kind of brought um, that song Titanium. Do you know that song? Can you play that one? David Guetta. Okay. And I actually just saw Pitch Perfect again. Huh. <laughs> Shoot me down, I get enough. Singing like Adam Sandler. <laughs> Bulletproof, nothing to lose. Fire away, fire away. Ricochet, you dance away. Fire away, fire away, fire away. Shoot me down, but I don't fall. I'm Titanium. Shoot me down, but Dave Roland got nothing on you, man. Uh, Okay, next. These are some suggestions we got in. By the way, I love that woman who wrote that song. Yes. She's awesome. Uh, Sorry. Somebody requested Facts of Life. Oh, yeah. The theme song, Facts of Life. I love this song. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. 
the facts of life. There's a time you gotta glow slow and throw aside a sloppy to the facts of life. The facts of life where the world never seems to believe what bleeding up to your dreams. And certainly you find out that the facts of life are all about you. It takes a lot to get them right. Oh, is that this We're all learning the facts of life. 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 Now, uh, is there a is she? So this is from the four Olets. Is I don't mm-hmm. know. No, Miss a- Mrs. Amber O is who this is from. Amber O. Mrs. Amber O. Um, is there a Cheers? What is the? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's uh, um, <laughs> it's um, where everybody knows your name. I can't think of it though. Sometimes you want to go where everybody, I don't know where by. Where everybody, where everybody, nope, where everybody, nope, where everybody, nope, where everybody, music process, maybe not this one, <laughs> let's move on, let's okay, see. Penn, on this theme of rejection, so anti-rejection, uh, we are the champions, do you know that song? Can I please not do it in Freddie Mercury's register? Because that, that guy's yes, a that freak. I mean, in a good rejected. way. He's a, yes. Yes. And in the best possible way. I paid my dues. I don't know the words either. <laughs> time after time. Sounds good to me, baby. Yeah, I've been rejected in some way. Committed no crime. Yeah, it's for mistakes. I've made a few. I've never had fame or fortune or anything, but I never lose it at all. And on and keep change, we are the champions, nice. my friend. Woo. And we'll keep on fighting till the end. Da, 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 da. Okay, I'm done. Uh, yeah, I have my life. Okay. Good. Nice job, Instant Talent Show. Thank Send you. us Thank your you. song suggestions, Facebook, Instagram, or the Holderness family, or email us at the Holder, no, Holder Mess, H O L D E R M E S S, like the mess in our house, Holder Mess Podcast at gmail.com. Zero percent chance they get that right. Okay. <laughs> so we were talking earlier about weird sort of comments from the internet. Again, we love reading all the very positive ones, and we hear the negative ones as well. Max has some that he's going to read now. Thanks, Max. This one is just amazing. <laughs> and it's not so much a question, uh, but this just really, I just got to read it. It's from Courtney. Uh, last night, I fell asleep last night after watching a couple of your videos, and then I had a dream about you and Penn. Apparently, Penn and Madonna had a juicy affair Ooh. <laughs> before he met you, and she never got over him. So <gasps> somehow... You found out, and you and I, she's in the dream, Yeah, uh, Courtney, go to Madonna's office to confront her. (gasps) 
on her desk was a photo of Penn kissing a monkey. <laughs> this is a dream, people. What? Where did you find this? It was sent to in us. In Courtney's brain. <laughs> in, in her subconscious. I love Courtney. Uh, she gives you a knowing look. And that's all I remember. So, by the way, I think Courtney and I would be friends because she's going to be my ride or die to go confront Madonna. If that happens. And by the way, didn't you do that with a friend of yours once? I did. You like I did. you did? She did a ride or die with a friend who was, and they had like they had we, what they were going to say like all lined up. And we they confronted said the boyfriend. It was yeah, it was well, a bad situation. What was it that you said that she said to her when she went well, in there? Well, no. Well, okay, we're changing the subject here, but a a guy was cheating on my very dear, dear, dear friend. We were in college. We drove, he was at a college four hours away. So we drove to that college in the middle of the night. And with his other girlfriend, they didn't know about each other. We we were waiting. I was hit, like hiding in the closet. And so both <laughs> of the girls were waiting in the living room when he walked in. And then they're like, you busted. And he just turned around and left. I know. Anyway, That's kind of anticlimactic. I know, no, there was a, a lot of drama, but it's not my okay. story to tell. Anyway. Um, All right. So, um, so Courtney... Courtney's amazing. Um, that is very like honestly, I don't ever remember dreams as vividly as Courtney yeah. just did. I, I'd like to like ask about the monkey. Is there a little dream interpreter that tells us why I'm kissing a monkey? Was I kissing a monkey? Yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm looking at monkeys. And she was, didn't make reference to like going to the zoo earlier that day, right? No, no. Hold on. I don't know. Like I like I'm just I'm glad that Courtney's able to like I wake up. Oh, and it it is. Um, <laughs> so a a. A monkey featured in your dream signifies oppression. The dream is probably representational of a partnership and waking life. So follow your own instincts, Courtney. Be of your own mind. Right. We're analyzing Courtney's brain, not mine. Yeah. Um, I think some analysis is required for that dream. Okay. But doesn't she sound like a good loyal friend? She does. Thanks, Court. By the way, I'm super psyched to say that I have never kissed either a monkey or Madonna. (laughs) Neither. So I'm I'm feeling good. I don't about know. That. You're feeling still young. That. Yeah, you're, you're still young. So this one's like, I don't know. It's personal in a physical sense. This was funny, weird. Uh, what is up with your mouth, Pen? Uh, Heather said, "Does Pen have growths in his gums, oh or just weird shape inside of his lower palate?" And then she put a screenshot, at which we will have to provide in some sort of show notes. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, all I know to say is that I've been to dentists and orthodontists my whole life, and they've never like but, told me that I had a oh, but problem. But open your mouth. Can we see inside? It is. Your it's mouth? weird. So it's like you know how like. T-Rexes have like a narrow hole like if you look at the No, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So underneath his tongue, tongue you got to see the bottom. Uh, there's tray. like these really weird growths in the bo- uh, underneath. That's not a growth, it's my bones of my body. I think they just protrude. Yeah, it's very far, T-Rex of him like Very T-Rexy. Right, and I guess there was a video recently where we paused it and zoomed it in and I didn't mean to be showing people. I'm sure there's a dental term for it like Australopithecus majoris or something and I probably <laughs> have it, but <laughs> just means an extra dose of awesome. It's so like I got to tell you like these comments, it's okay. But like it's always like Kim, you are so beautiful. Mom goals hashtag she Stop crush. Pen, do you have cancer on your shoulders? Because well. they're super discolored, and your mouth looks like you have like oral cancer. Like that's that's what I get, and then that's what she gets, and I'm okay with that. Stop. It doesn't sound like but, it. But while we're on the topic of rejection, 
I think people feel more comfortable talking about how yes. like all of the messed up parts about me, and I take that as a compliment. Keep it coming. I okay. want to know what else is wrong with me. I think also my... you two are open book, but the the roles you play is that Penn, you're a little silly, and Kim is like you know it's the um, who's on first the uh, Abbott and Costello routine, yes. right? So you're the Costello Pen, and and I think Kim's more the Abbott, where she's the straight man, right? Right. You know, so it's like one doesn't feel as prone to make fun of the straight man. Right. Because I feel like you also make fun of yourself more than I do. Self-deprecation. Right. It's good. I, I'm it's totally, a compliment. Look, I'm totally cool with it. And and uh, and I will get to the bottom of what's wrong with my mouth. You know, I was at an orthodontist yesterday. I should have asked. Well, I think he... Okay. Anyway. Should we call him real quick? No. Okay. okay. So the uh, aforementioned Miss Amber, who had all those great song choices, the, the, the TV show theme songs, also did have a nice question. She said, how do you plan for alone time? She kind of let up that you have kids and all this and with the business. But how do you two ha- plan for alone time? Or do you? But we actually, you know, with that being said, we do our best to travel. We have friends. We are lucky enough to have friends all over the place. And we like to mooch off our friends. So I feel like our alone time, it, our trips with friends or going, you know, going to visit our friends or something like that. So it's not necessarily alone. We don't. Yeah. yeah, I think one of the biggest challenges, Amber, and thank you for the question, is, am I starting to sound like a podcast person? Yeah, you are. Um, is, uh, is separating alone time with alone time, because we are alone together all the time. We work in a house together. The kids are gone at school. We're alone. But we're working. You know what I mean? So I think um, you like we, we've, we got great advice, and this is more important than planning a trip together or going to dinner together to like put down phones for five minutes and like look at your spouse and and talk to them and that sometimes leads to alone time so just that sort of practice i think that's that's probably the, the most important thing that we do Okay, we're going to go have some alone time. And by alone time, I mean we're going to go stare at our phones and not pay attention to each other. That's right. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to this podcast. Leave us a review. Send us your questions. (laughs) See you next week. Yeah! (laughs) Yeah! Oh, God. Slappy Joe! Stop. Just stop. Here comes the face. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.